Welcome to the Tech for Tech's Tech Talk, episode two, Get More Customers. This is a live show. I'm your host, Phil Griffiths. Today, I have three co-hosts. First of all, we have Jennifer Griffiths, who is the owner of Tech for Tech's. How are you doing today, Jennifer? I'm doing great, Phil. Thank you. How is everyone today? Well, I'm doing fine. Um, secondly, all the way from Ireland, we have Cormac O'Donoghue, uh, who likes to be known as the King of Ireland. He's from Cross Haven Computers. How are you doing, Cormac? Oh, it's all, it's all good here, Phil. It's all good. We have a bit of a storm going on, so if I uh, vanish there, uh, that's the reason. But it's all good here in Ireland. All good. Well, if your hair suddenly turns out like mine and sticks up everywhere, we'll know what's happened. And... Last but not least, we have a newcomer on the show. His name is Bruno Matas, and he's from Morley Computer Sales and Repairs, which is just south of Leeds. How are you doing, Bruno? Very well, very well. In contrast to Cormac, it's it's been a beautiful day today. So, <laughs> Yeah, we're not, not too far from yourself as well. It's been pretty nice here as well. So, Right. Okay. First of all, has anyone got any news, tips, stories, or anything like that? Let's start off with you, Cormac. Um, since since we're since this show is about um getting more customer customers, my tip is don't take tips. Um, I'll try to explain that better and not leave it hanging. Um, I heard I heard this tip actually a while back, and it's when a customer gives you a tip. So we'd say your bill for the customer is eight eighty five quid or ninety euro. I always try to bill. To a fiver, so we'll say if it's 85, you'd say 85 instead of 90. The reason being is that a customer will usually, if you say 85, they might, it's not trying to get money off them, but they might say, oh, there's the 90. At that stage, you turn around and say, I don't want, oh, no, thank you, thank you very much, but I don't take the tip. Would you mind to leave a review for me instead? So they're, you know, they're happy, you know, it's a happy customer. They're surprised that you're turning down money. And you're saying, look, would you mind leaving a review for me? And they'll kind of go, oh, are you sure? Oh, no, no, please review it to us more. And that is will encourage them to walk away and actually post a, a review, which we all know is gold for uh, for our business. So my tip is not to take a tip. There you go. That's pretty good advice, I must admit. Yeah, review reviews are worth more than money because obviously more reviews is more money you're going to make because more people are going to come to see you. So that's brilliant advice, that. Uh, what about yourself, Bruno? Have you got any uh, tips or advice? Yeah. Um, so my tip my tip would be a portal or social media uh, called Nextdoor. Um, so when I was starting to trade, I was looking for platforms where I could advertise my work, where I could put my word out there. Um, one of the ones that I came across was Nextdoor, which is almost like a... A Facebook with a lot less functionalities, uh, but is more focused on your on your local, so on the local areas around you, other than the whole country or whatever. So it limits you to a certain amount of miles, but lets you advertise um, up until certain point for free uh, within uh, within a certain uh, miles, and you can even specify I want to advertise to this town and to this town, but not to this town, and. Um, it's it's pretty good, and I got plenty of work from there actually. Um, and so far, it's one of the the few um, advertising mechanisms that I use that uh, actually gets me some some revenue and some customers in. And um, yeah, 
And then, of course, what Karmaka already said about reviews, um, it's, it's, it's ongoing, isn't it? As we build our reviews, um, we get customers as well because people look a lot for reviews. I look for reviews when I'm looking for something. So I'm expecting my customers to do exactly the same thing. So, okay, yeah. that's pretty good. What about you, Jennifer? Any news, tips, advice? I have a little news, uh, tech news. Uh, thermal Take has come out with a new way to apply thermal paste. And it's using a stencil. So what you do is you put your stencil on top of your processor. And then you put a gob of uh, thermal paste in the center of that and use the spreader that they include in the kit. Now, when you lift the, the stencil up, it makes a honeycomb effect. And I know what you're thinking. Well, why do I need that? Well, when you sit the heat sink down on top of it, it spreads evenly. They showed it under a piece of glass that it spreads more evenly and all of that. And I thought, you know, this would be great if you're trying to teach an apprentice how to apply thermal paste. It's less margin for error, and he won't have to do the credit card thing that we had to do and everything, and that, that would be pretty good. The only downside I can see is there's going to be a lot of excess paste waste, if mm. you get what I'm saying. But all in all, I think it's a pretty good kit for a, I think it's a four-gram tube, the spreader, the stencil, and two alcohol wipes. It's retailing at $11.99 in the U.S. And I think I worked that out. That's somewhere around the nine-pound mark. So I think, you know, that could be a pretty good thing that they have going there. Okay, that's pretty pretty, pretty uh, interesting, that one. Um it probably wouldn't help her. Uh, probably uh, an experienced tech or something like that. But someone new it definitely definitely could help them out mm-hmm. if they were unsure how much paste to put on there. I know the basic rules: a little blob of paste, basically in the middle, no bigger than a pea. But some people still manage to mess that up, so that's pretty <laughs> good. Uh, let me first of all say um, hi to some of the people who are uh, watching at the moment. We've got Robert and Kieran, as well as Pe- uh, Peter, uh, all on the Tech for Tech group, as well as TechWise2203, Frosty Tunes, uh, and uh, an unknown user as well who's on uh, uh, on YouTube. So um, just thank you for watching. Uh, you are we have at the moment on all platforms around about 140 people watching us at the moment. So just to scare you all. Um, no but basically, <laughs> so basically um, my news or advice for the day would be uh, basically there's going to be some new power supplies possibly coming out in the future, which is going to basically tip the market upside down and make things even more difficult for us as techs. Basically, what they're going to be doing is they're going to be replacing the 24-pin connector, which is the main one that goes into your motherboard, with a 10-pin connector. And it'll also have a 6-pin connector. And what they're doing is basically making the power supply completely the same voltage all the way across. So you don't have to have different voltages like 3 volts, 5 volts, 9 volts, whatever it may be, all the way through the power supply. It's all going to stay as one voltage. Um, But that's going to potentially cause issues because obviously it means you've got to have different power supplies to fit different motherboards and so forth. But some of the things what they are doing with it, for example, let's say you've got a... um, 
a solid state drive, a traditional two and a half inch one or a hard drive or something like that. Most of these things um, will uh, run on five volts. So the power supply is going to be running at a specific voltage. Um, I think that a little bit up and up and down what the exact voltage is going to exactly be yet. Um, but I'm pretty sure it's going to be something pretty standard. Um, and if you want to connect or power a hard drive or a solid state drive or anything externally, you actually have a power cable going from the motherboard. So all the power conversion to the parts will be going through the motherboard instead. So a bit like you get on a laptop in all reality where all the uh, uh, power comes from the motherboard and stuff like that. Um, so it could make things a little bit complicated for us it's going to start off firstly on like the mainstream system integrators first so you probably see it on dell machines hps and stuff like that um but then again it could completely fail it might not take off and basically be a waste of time when i've just basically rambled the last few minutes because it's not going to happen but potentially it could and if it does it could make a quite a few issues for text because instead of carrying one power supply around you've got to carry two round or multiple uh, to fit different voltages or different boards which haven't got the same connectors anymore there we go and another one, another one uh, is an interesting advert i've seen on um, tv at the moment uh from uh pc world of all people uh it's it shows basically a woman holding a HP laptop of all laptops uh, around and she's carrying it around. She's making a cup of coffee while she's got the laptop in her hand, walking around and so forth. Basically, all the things we tell advertising. You can imagine um, someone going back to them and it's like, oh, I was making a cup of coffee like you were on the advert and suddenly it doesn't work anymore. <laughs> she even sits at her laptop drinking. Another sin that we tell them not to do. <laughs> So they come to us to get it repaired or something. Well done, PC World. You're giving me what's the best Yeah, they're oh. great for my my business. They yeah. treat me so much. <laughs> That's true. We do get a lot of customers um, directly from PC World as well, don't we? Because the uh, uh, PC World can't get it repaired, or it's going to be what three, four, five weeks before they can even look at it because they have to send it off. Usually to Ireland. It's not going to you, is it, Cormac? <laughs> don't, don't blame me for anything to do with the world. You're after getting personal there, no, you know. No. And you all get sued by PC World. But anyway, you know, yeah, uh, no, no, nothing to do with us, you know. And I just forgot to add one thing too about the if you're if you're going for those reviews as well, is um send an email, you know, thanking them, asking them about, you know, whatever say, and at the end have a clickable link. To your Google, your review page. That's because how many times have we left a restaurant and went, Wow, that's really nice. Let's leave a review and then forget about it when you get home, you know? Mm -hmm. So yeah. that's, yeah. On the, on the Google app, you even have an option to, to send a text. So that's what I normally use. I just go into the Google, the Google My Business, and where you have your reviews, you have an option to share, um, basically to ask for a review, and it asks you if you want to send by WhatsApp. Oh, you just gave us gold. Wow. Yeah, and it writes it everything. So you basically you just have to select the contact. Wow. Oh, that's pretty good. Um, I don't think I've come across that bit myself. Ooh. Have you seen that one, Joe? Yeah. No. Well, at least on iPhone. Um, ah, look for it, though. No, an iPhone Android. 
Are you still got potato phones over yeah. in Ireland? Have you? So, I don't know if you can really see. Can you? Yeah. A little bit, yeah. So as you go to where you have your reviews, mm-hmm. yeah, you have on the top corner to share. Oh. And then it asks oh. you. So if you select by message, uh, you can basically send them. Oh, that's read. brilliant. Right, that's yeah. neat. I have a new or I've not seen it before. Uh, one or the other. I don't Either know. way, we've learned something. So. Yeah, it is. Um, you were mentioning, um, Bruno, about uh, a website, uh, a local website. What was that called again? Yeah, it's called Nextdoor. So, let's see. I don't know if I can open it here. It's a pretty big screen to kind of show, but... It's a pretty basic platform, like very, very basic. You can make posts, you can post an image. And if you have a business profile, it will look exactly like this. So you have your old posts, you have basically your content. It shows your reputation, how many people actually press that they like the business. Uh, you have neighbor comments. So basically, it's almost like a, a neighbor type of social network where um, if you're paying for the... Um, let me just double check. So... If you're paying for the content, which I paid and it kind of paid off, uh, it's called create a local deal. And then you have quite a, well, you have a fixed discount, buy one, get one free, custom deal and the percent off. So now we go for the custom one. Then you have to put the title, the, the description, exactly like Facebook. And then it asks you what is the duration you're in seven days, 14 days, 13 days. Is, it this, is, this, is this deal online or in person? Uh, what action do you want? Do you want them to call the business? Do you want them to send a message? Um, it gives you a few options. And uh, as you as you go through it, let me see if I can just go to the next screen. Just write something random. It basically shows you the locations around you. I just have to select a picture now. Da, 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 da. And I think it's kind of... No, it didn't. Or if it's not doing it. <laughs> so the picture needs to be in a certain style. Uh, and then it basically asks you to what neighborhood. So you can select all the neighborhoods in, let's say, two miles from here. You can select uh, in five miles. Uh, but there's a limit. I think the limit is going to be around five, six miles, something like that. Um, and then it tells you how many people are registered in the website. So, for example, it appears you're saying there's 2,788 neighbors. Um, that is going to reach or whatever it is. And um, and you can select. So, for example, if there's an area that you don't like uh, to, to, to serve or to, you don't like to drive there or it's too far or whatever, you can just take it out of the list that you're advertising and put all the other ones around. And, um, yeah, it was one of my first advertising platforms. And uh, even today, I, I still get people coming um, that that are there because it's a local neighborhood, really. And the same way that these days you have groups about uh, where you live, about the location um, for the for the neighbors, uh, it's pretty much a social media that just serves for that, really. So it's a bit glitchy because it's very recent or it's very new, um, but uh, but it works. And yeah, give it a try. Well, that's pretty, that's pretty good. I'm going to say I've not heard of that one at all, to be honest with you. So uh, I'll definitely be looking into that one. So yeah. it's ideal that it's just pinpointed to your location so you don't have to worry about uh obviously advertising to the whole of facebook when 
Mm-hmm. Really, you only want if you've got a, a small store or you're a, a call out tech or you work from home. Obviously, you really want to be uh, advertising to your local customers. Yeah, yeah, and it's a free platform, really. So there's if you're advertising for a certain amount that is quite big, then you have to pay uh, depending on how, how many neighborhoods you choose. But it's a free platform. Uh, I think, if I'm not mistaken, when you register. It asks you to put your address and they send a letter to your address to make sure that basically you are the person and you live where you say. Like Google do. But um, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like Google does the, the verification. Mm-hmm. That's pretty good. Um, one of the things I always impressed with um, with Colmac of the way he gets businesses is on his Facebook with some of his posts and his information he does. He always seems to be... Uh, the first one to comment on about a new story or whatever and turn it into an advertising pitch. Uh, current ones, uh, I've seen like you do the Donald Trump one and so forth. And so forth. You said, how do you get the inspiration to do all this? You know something? Facebook, for me, has built my business. Uh, we'll have people who will argue about Facebook, but Facebook will build... To me, if done right, Facebook will 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 just blow everything away. But see, a lot of the way I, I'm looking at it, computer posts aren't interesting. No no normal person out there knows anything about HDDs are faster than SSDs. Okay, they just don't. And then people are after, and it they just it's just boring for them, you know. So I went down a different route, and uh, I decided. Like any sponsored post I put out or anything I put out is by Crosshaven Computers. That's what we do. It's in our name. So I can out, I tend not to go near politics in general, but Trump just you have to give because it's fun. But in general, I put up posts and my posts will have nothing in general to do with computers, you know, but they'll be what I regard as funny. They, they, and I'll aim for them because. It's more to get your brand out there, your name out there. So if they do go to Google, they'll see, they'll see what, they'll see what. I'll, uh, I'll tell you a nice one I done for, I'll, as I uh, cheese off the entire English crowd there now with this one. But don't worry, don't worry, folks. It's not bad. It was during the World Cup, uh, or they won the last tournaments. I, I don't know much about soccer, so I apologize about this. Okay, but uh. England were playing, you know, and I said, I, I think we'll have a bit of fun with this one, you know. Um, and I lived in England for years, right? so I love England, but I still have to have a bit of fun. So what we done with that one, what I done with that one, I had a picture of, I don't even know who the goalkeeper is, Hart. It was Hart, I think, it was a goal at the time. And I got a picture of him, um, Google image or whatever, where I got the picture, and it was him down on his hands and knees after the ball went in into uh, the net, you know. So I was waiting, I sat on that, and I had it ready, okay? So England got to the semi-finals, was it, I think? And they lost in a penalty shootout, okay? So as soon as they lost, that's the beauty about Facebook, as soon as they lost, I put up a picture of Hart crying on the, the, the soccer pitch, and underneath, I was like, uh, having trouble saving, you can always save money at cross-saving computers. Now, that went out. That went out and you were just fingering the pulse. It went out. People are just turning off. They match because they're, and next minute they're seeing this post and they're sharing this post and this and that. Now that had nothing to do 
with computers, nothing at all. But what it did do was get my name out there. So, like, I'm after getting fairly well known, and I put myself into the ads as well. Believe it or not, my ego lets me do that. But um, I put myself into my ads. I'm very much centered at this present moment in time on local businesses um, with what's going on around the world, okay? People actually want to support local businesses more so than ever before. They don't, they will. They will make the effort. We all we don't want to see where what you walk down your high street, you walk down wherever you're walking down, you're seeing businesses close. You you know the struggle it is to run businesses. We all want it's like where never before has there been so much unity about wanting local businesses to survive. So I've no problem putting my face in in videos or on Facebook and putting it out so people recognize that this is a fellow person around here. We're not a, a nameless company. So I put, I let, I, I'm very well known around the area for this because I want people to know, yeah, there's a person we can trust. There's a local business. That's where. So that's the, that's, the, that's, the, that's the power of Facebook, if done properly. And see, I think a lot of people who have tried Facebook have said it's not working. But they'll, they'll, they'll do an ad and not get any results in the week. You have to think long term. You have to think about it's not it's not about getting customers this week. It's about getting customers in a few months' time, maybe. It's about when the customers sit down and they kind of go to, to Google, they look at a few shops in the area or whatever, people working wherever, a few websites, and they'll write, Whoa, we recognize that. We recognize that. They recognize it from Facebook. Like everyone going in, they're queuing in the bank. They're looking at the phone. It's Facebook or Instagram. That's what they're looking at. And that's it. We even we even done some TikToks and threw them up on Facebook. But it's all about brand building your brand rather than going for a direct sale. That's that's how Facebook. And I appreciate that. Thanks what you said about Facebook about it, Phil. There, but that's that's where it's all at for me. And I think we should all be pushing ourselves or something like that. That we're local. We're local. We're local. There's no better time at the moment than to push it than that, you know? Yeah, I agree with that. And also, you're putting your face in front of everyone and people get to know you. Mm-hmm. Um, and believe it or not, your face actually sells your business. I've had a quick look at uh, Bruno's website as well. I noticed there's a picture of him on the front page. That's uh, your tip. So <laughs> there you go. Same same with us. Me and Jen, we've got a picture on our website page as we well. Need to so. Um, so basically, people can see who you are and that you're real people. You'd be surprised how many people um, we get and customers because A, is the reviews, which um, has been mentioned a couple of times already. Um, but secondly, is people go on the website and they go, oh, look, there's a picture of you on there. You look like a real person or you look normal. I don't know if I actually do look normal or not, but um, apparently I look normal. And it seems like um, the person gets sort of a connection with you and your business because they actually get to see what you're like before they have to come through the door and sort of a, they don't know what they're going to expect. And, or if you're going to them, what they're going to expect when you turn up at their door sort of thing, they know who to look out for. So it gives them some sort of reassurance in a way. Yeah, and just for that shop local thing there, I got these business cards there. A friend helped design them. Uh, they've done a fantastic job. She's done a fantastic job there. It's but on them, on them, it's it's uh, thank you for buying one of our referrals laptops. Blah blah blah. 
and supporting a local business, you know. But I, I'm going to put give those with with the laptops. But I'm also going to put one business card going to get changed and and get it changed again and put one of those back into every laptop when you hand it back. Just just saying thank you for supporting a local business, you know, nice flowery one things like that. And it's 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 I bought I bought something for my sister uh, for her birthday. Uh, I forget what it was, some eco tin. But I opened up the package. Well, I ordered online, opened up the package, and there was a thank you card for supporting a local business. And I went, that's that's craft, that's clever and crafty, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So, that's pretty good. And it I makes a difference it. when. Sorry, when, when the customers call in and they say, oh, is this Bruno instead of, hey, is this the computer man? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Makes a massive difference. It does. I'll be the first one to endorse uh, business cards. They can be your friend in more ways than one. Let's just say that you've got the happy computer uh, customer at your desk. Oh, I can't thank you enough. I just... Oh, you've saved my neck here. I'm just thrilled to death. I say... Here, have a card, take it with you, you know, and here's one for me, you know. And, and if you know anybody who needs a service, just pass that on. They usually say, can I have about two more? Because I know some people, and I tell them, take as many as you want. You know, there's Vista print all day long for business cards. Let them have as many as they want. I even leave my cards at my hairdresser. And... There's always a lady or two that's going to come through the door screaming that they can't get on Facebook and stuff like that. And then my dear hairdresser says, I know somebody. Her card is right over here. And presto, I'm gaining a customer. Another thing that I like is flyers, if done right. Now, I don't mean putting them through the letterbox because that's off-putting and it makes it look like you're some sort of cheap takeaway and you don't want that. But let's just say you go to the gym. I used to go to the gym and when I would get done working out, I'd have the flyers in my bag. And if it was an open locker, I would put the flyer in the open locker and then shut the door. And the next person that comes along, they're going to see Chip's computer's flyers in the lockers. And every time I would go to the gym, I'd do more flyers. And uh, finally it got back to, to one of the ladies in the cantina. She said, I hear you do computers. And I was like, yeah, I do. And uh, she even let me leave flyers in the cantina area. So word gets around, and, and we had a lot of, of uh, show from flyers and business cards. Like I say, you don't put them through the mailbox. You have to strategically leave them. Even when you do a new build and you give back the motherboard box and you've got the discs and things like that, put a card in or a leaflet or something like that, always, always. That's a good, good idea is there. And just to build on that, when you are building machines and stuff, something, and even visiting customers or repairing the machines or something, something, it's not really getting you new customers, but it's getting that customer to remember who you are and to give you a call back. Is rather than giving a business card, put a sticker with your phone number on the machine. If it's mm-hmm. the, bottom, the printer, 
they, you'd be surprised how many people uh, obviously keep that because it's it's stuck there. And how often do you find you get a laptop in or something like that and the person's still got the original stickers what are all over the laptop from when they bought mm -hmm. it? <laughs> they very rarely peel them off. We used to have uh, some really good stickers. We, we've lost contact with the person that made them, but I want to get some more done soon. Um, we used to have stickers that we would put on the laptops and the machines. And when they were sitting there in the, the store, they already had our name and phone number on them. So when they walked out the door, just like Phil said, People never peel stickers off. You're lucky if you get the, the people to peel the plastic off the keyboard in the screen area. Mm -hmm. You usually see it come back through and it's still got that monkey plastic on it and everything. So, mm -hmm. yeah, our, our stickers are still coming through the door for us to safely destroy laptops about 10 years later. So, I have, um, uh, I have another one there, but it's, it, it, it works. Back to the restaurant, if you're leaving a review, okay, for the re local restaurant or whatever, I'll always, I use G Suite, okay, but obviously I have probably a couple of Gmail accounts as well. But I will leave the review, and I'm only leaving a review, a general review, if I like the place, you know, I don't leave neg negative reviews in general anyway, I wouldn't. But um, I leave the review and say, you know, excellent meal, five stars, whatever, et cetera, et cetera. But the review name is Cross Seven Computers. You know, so you're getting you're getting your name out there as well. You're also getting a local business who's kind of saying, who's always leaving a review, and next minute cross in computers. Now every single business has has computers inside there. Like like to me, that has to that has to be has to be, you know. Um so yeah, I don't know if it's working or not, but uh I leave it away, you know, so yeah. You're getting your name out there one way or another, aren't you? Yeah. So even if it's just one person. Now back to Facebook. I, I like Facebook for numerous things. Uh, tech for text. <laughs> um, but also chips uh, benefits from Facebook. You would be amazed at some of the things that I can post and get a response. Um, if I see a dodgy scam... Uh, going on, or, or even Chips has scammers calling it. You, you can say, hello, Chips Computers, and they think they can scam you on Amazon or something like that. It's not really Amazon, but they say it is. And uh, I just make a post, uh, well, the scammers are in full swing today, and you'll get a response instantly. About two or three uh, people will like up instantly. Mm -hmm. Thanks for letting me know this. Also, another thing to do is when you have a product that you know everybody needs, and right now the big thing is webcams because we're working from home and we want to stay in touch with families, etc. When you get that product in, take a picture of it, post it on Facebook. If the person seeing it doesn't need it, it will at least be liked on or possibly shared. And you're going to get people calling you for that product, I guarantee it. Mm -hmm. Just a um, heads up on the next door. We've had a few members. Uh, one's Alison Cook and uh, from EADR, as well as Kunal. 
Um, sorry if I pronounce your name wrong. Um, commenting about next door about it being a, a great place um, and an actual brilliant form of actually getting customers. I had one or two people mention that they've had a few issues with it though, so it might be. I think it's fairly new, so there might be one or two issues there. What they need to sort out, maybe, but it's worth looking into. That's for sure. Um, so thanks, games for uh, for these guys for commenting. One of the things I find a good way of getting customers is with local groups. And when I say groups, I don't mean Facebook groups or anything like that. I mean like photography groups, video groups, enthusiast groups, basically. Because a lot of these groups have got usually a few members. And because they've got a few members, they've all generally got computers and so forth. And in a lot of times, they're usually more, let's say elderly customers so they tend to have more expendable income so they've got a lot of money to spend or at least some and um, because obviously if they want if let's say they're doing it in a photography group or video group they're going to need a decent machine to do their editing and stuff like that and the way to get in with these groups is usually just look up you can find them usually on Google, Facebook, uh, even Yellow Pages, if you can find one of them around somewhere. Um, and you'll find them usually on there. And what you do is approach them and say, hey, can I do a talk for you? Can I come and give you a presentation to your members about backing up your data or something along that lines? Once you're in the door, you can obviously give them discounts if you really want to. I've never done that what you can do um, to entice them. But once you get one of them on your side, it doesn't take long for your name to go all the way around there. And these people generally want to spend a good amount of money on their equipment. Yeah, the, the groups, <clears throat> the groups. I, I started going into groups because uh, I saw one of your videos, actually, Phil, uh, mentioned mm -hmm. about the groups. And uh, one of the things that I noticed, I moved to a new build recently. I don't know if this is a new thing where they call, when they're doing these new build type of allotments, they call, they give it a specific name. But for example, I, I noticed or I found on Facebook uh, that, uh, I'm not going to say the name, but let's say St. John's, yeah? So there was a, a group called St. John's uh, Place, yeah? And, um, and uh, I fixed the computer from one of my neighbors and, since then, like, like if anyone posts in that in that neighborhood group saying, "Oh, someone does anyone have these or that or do," they yeah. tend to share a lot, a lot. And uh, and after what I saw from um, from from Phil's uh, videos talking about the groups, uh, I actually I started exploring these and trying to join a few different neighborhoods and kind of the sneaky advertising there every now and then. And um, in one of my friends actually uh, posted like a, almost like a review uh, in one of his groups from where he lives. And I wasn't in that group. And I started getting calls from, from that area saying, oh, we got these from this and this group and uh, we would like you to have a look at our computer if that's okay. I was like, yeah, sure. Yeah. Uh, another, another thing that Phil and I did in the beginning when we first opened the store, we had a very tight budget. So we had to make it stretch. Well, we approached the church about having a small ad in their parish magazine. All right. Now that parish magazine gets around. I'm here to tell you, you it's not just to the members because the members, they read it. 
and then they'll pass it on to friends and things like that. I can't tell you how many customers we've gotten out of a parish magazine, and it's fairly cheap most of the time. Uh, I mean, seriously, you talk about value for money, that's where it is right there. Your little parish magazines, they they are a gem. Yeah, and that's true. Um, the parish magazines have done us quite well over the years, and... It, it obviously, it doesn't have to be obviously any specific religion. They've all probably got different um, types of magazines, even websites and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, but I think it costs us about £100 for a year to go out on there. I think they do one every other month, is it, bi-monthly or is it quarter? They, they used to do one a month mm-hmm. and then it cut back. And I think it's quarterly right now. Yeah. But even if they've only got 50 people um, reading it, we've got 50 customers coming from them. It's it's as if, I hate to say it, but it's when you're in a magazine like that, it's as if uh, you've actually been approved by that organisation. So, um, sorry to do a sort of a Blues Brothers type quote, but it looks like you're approved by God. Um, uh, I know it no, sounds no. a bit daft, um, but what you find is, they're in there and I get customers come up to it. It's like you're in the parish magazine, which is published by the church. Uh, and mm. if you're in there, you must be all right. Okay? They tend to trust you. Yeah. They tend to trust you if you're in the magazine. That's true. And they do, they do trust you. And uh, we, we, get, we get no end of work from those magazines, to be honest with you. Yeah, like, uh, Bruno mentioned at the start as well, just uh you know, we're, we're watching the time there. It's interesting that we all spoke there and no one spoke about uh, Google AdWords besides Bruno there saying, and maybe he'd like to tell us his experience on it. Um, I, I, I actually listened to Bruno and see what he... Yeah, so since since I started trading, actually, when I when I started trading, I, f- I found the, the Tech for Tech groups. Thank God. <laughs> Um, and one of the things that I that I, I asked advice from everyone from the beginning is where to advertise because it's so confusing. There's so many places, so many things, so many different prices. It's a bit confusing. So before I actually got the advice from everyone, I went with Yale and I did a year contract and it was working all right in the beginning for with Yale. I got quite a I got enough I got enough revenue to kind of pay for it, if that makes sense, or to justify having it. Um at this moment, it's not. It, it hasn't been generating any revenue for a few months, the Yale advert. Uh, so I decided last month to, to give a go to, to Google Ads. Um, for me, again, didn't work. Maybe for other people will. Um, same thing with Microsoft Ads, but Microsoft Ads are quite cheap anyway compared to Google Ads. Um, so, you know, it, it's a question. It, it's just trying, isn't it? And see what it works and what it doesn't. The next door worked for me. The Yale worked for me for a certain amount of time while everyone was saying that Yale didn't work for them. Well, now it doesn't work for me, but it worked for a certain amount of time. But um, yeah, it's kind of giving it a try and see what it works and stick to it and keep trying. Yeah, it's the same for any any of this advice we're giving out. It may work for you. It may not. Everyone's different. You're all in different areas. Some towns have more monies to spend than others. So they're going to go for more 
um, different types of things. So you, you just want to um, bear in mind everything we're saying it may or may not work for you. You need to try it, obviously, at your own expense. But Phil, on that, on that, that's a very good, great point there, is that I started this business with no money and a lot, like a lot of us, I think we mentioned we didn't. So, but for people who and are maybe in the position now to spend more money, whatever, one last thing I would give, a, which is a very, I think it's very good advice, is that if you decide not to do the social media or, or stuff yourself, and if you want to farm it out to to uh, social media agencies, frankly, I think 90% of them are complete and a lot of crap posting the same generic stuff. I mean, but uh, I do it I do it for some companies and it can pay well and this and that. But point being is that at the very least, what you should do is do a social media course. I don't want myself. So first of all, it's great for learning how they, they all they all work. Now I, I it's my passion. I just love listening to how they all work anyway. But the other point is that even if you decide not to do it yourself, you might be saying, right, I'm not, I know what to do, but I'm not good at it. Gonna, at least you will know what they're spending their money on. Because I've walked into companies and they, they've said, oh, we're spending 500 quid uh, on uh, with a social media company. And I've said, what are you getting for that? Oh, they're, do, they're doing the Facebook, they're doing the Twitter, and they're doing the Google. And I'm like, okay, yeah, but what are they doing on those things? And... Um, and looking, and they're going to, like, so at least you will know where your money is going, you know. Twitter never worked for me. I had one Twitter customer in all my years. Oh. Uh, never works. Um, but maybe, I no, sorry, but definitely do a social media course. Without a doubt, you can do a night course over eight weeks. At least you'll be spending your money. You'll be know how to target the areas, what your budget is, and it'll save you a fortune in the long run. And when I done my social media course, I sat down and there was like, we'll say 16 people in the class. It was a local area. And uh, the lady, the teacher Veronica goes, right class, bring in your computers next week. And I just went, cha-ching, there's 15 customers for me, right off the bat, Yeah, you know? Um, so there, that's uh, that's my Irish words of wisdom. It's, it's easy to be overcharged for those services as well because most of the time they're making one post and they're just taking it and posting it to uh, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, whatever else you may be on, and their job is done. Boom. You can even use little programs to spam mm-hmm. it out there all at one go where you just one-click it. So it's it's easy to be ripped off um, mm-hmm. by these companies. Um, I'm going to give you some tips of what not to do that I have found. Uh, one of them is using the word cheap. Mm-hmm. You do not want to use the word cheap. Oh, I'm, I'm cheaper? You don't want to say that. And you don't want to say, oh, we're, we're real cheap here. No because it makes you sound like a pound store. Oh, that's real cheap. It insinuates your product is not as good either. And you say cheap. When I hear cheap, I think of going to a charity shop versus going to some really quality store and buying the same garment. All right, it may be a blouse in both stores, but I'm gonna wear it for longer if I buy the better one at the better store. 
right? Because it's going to last longer. So don't use the word cheap. Um, if you're going to be known for something, you want to be known as value for money. I always tell people when they want, uh, can you do it for the price of, of Amazon? No. No. And I make no bones about it. No, I cannot match Amazon's prices. However, I can give you something they can't. I can give you customer service. When you have a problem with that, you bring it straight to me. I'll rectify the problem. You don't need to take care of your RMAs for your parts because I'm going to do that. And in the meantime, you're going to have less downtime because I'm going to be fixing it while we're RMA and products. And you won't have to wait uh, two months like you do at PC World and things like that. I'm going to take care of it because your downtime is mine. You know, I, it's my reputation that I'm selling you. And on every computer, I offer three-year parts warranty for towers and 18 months for my custom-built laptops. And I'll tell them why. Because I believe in myself, I believe in my product, and I know it. And if I know it and trust it, you know, that's that's me. What I have to, to give you for my price, mm-hmm. it may be a little bit dearer, but that's value for money and customer service that I can give you, whereas they can't. And you'll beat them every time on that, every time. That's pretty good. Can I just stop you there? Just one second, Jen, if you don't mind, just to reply mm. to Daniel on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Hi, Daniel. Probably have met you at um, Cedar Court before at Target Open Days. Uh, if you're interested in joining Tech for Techs, which is a, dr- uh, a free group, just go to www.tech4techs.co.uk. Look for this logo, what's behind me here. Um, then you'll know you're at the right website. And then at the top, on the bar at the top, you'll say become a member. If you want to join up, feel free. It's totally free. You'll join over 970 other UK members as well as vendors and distributors. Uh, feel free to join us. Again, any techs but want to join, not just Daniel, feel free. Uh, and that's to Daniel who is watching us on YouTube. Okay, if you want to carry on, Jen, sorry for that. <laughs> no, no. No, I was I was just winding down on, on why not to, to use the word cheap because it comes across as nasty and you don't want to be known as that. Well, that's good. Has anyone else got any more advice or ideas? Well, that's funny to say. Uh, be honest, that's the last thing. Be honest and uh, be honest with everyone. Uh, we had a uh, we had we were doing some type of work in started we had, there was one thing we were adamant about you charge and treat everyone like they're your own mother in the sense that honesty will get you more customers than than anything else anything honesty trust will get you more and that's 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 religiously across the board here that that that's the way we do it Absolutely. it's just transparency isn't it yeah. when when the customer just just has that feeling that you're hiding something, they they just don't they don't connect with you. Um, I, I'm open about everything to my customers. If my customer asks me how much do I do I buy something for, I'll tell them I I buy this for this price and I charge this on top. Because in the end, they're just people like you. The more 
lies or the more you hide from them, the worse it is for yourself. So, and in the end, everyone has a job. Everyone knows that, yes, I'm selling you a hard drive or a computer, but in the end, this, I need to pay my rent in the end of the month. I can't just be giving you this at the price that I buy. Yeah, so, we call that transparency. Yeah. Um, yeah. The more transparent you are, the more they will appreciate you. Yeah, yeah exactly. Right. And this goes for vendors and specific distributors, which we mentioned last week, uh, having issues and not letting customers know exactly what's wrong and so forth. No uh, names mentioned, VIP. But anyway, um, I think we've probably done as much as we can for this show. We're coming up to an hour now. Unless anyone's got any final thoughts or anything, we'll end the show in a few seconds. A quick one. Um... The time you turn the things down, that was the wrong wording. I mean, the turnaround time makes a difference. Mm -hmm. Uh, Customers, I get, uh, I'm the type of person that if I get something until I get that something done, my head doesn't rest. So my turnarounds tend to be quite quick. And I get a lot of customers that come by reference because they're working from home and they need a computer the next day. And I heard that you can... You did this and that, and it was ready the next day, and blah, blah. So it makes a difference as well. And, of course, it, it will help your reviews, and your reviews will bring you even more customers. And if your bench is full, and they're coming in saying, oh, my gosh, I need it bad. I really do need this. Tell them that your bench is full, but you will mm-hmm. get to it as soon as humanly possible. And they may sigh and say, yeah, well, all right, well, I'd appreciate it if you can look at it as soon as possible. Or they might even be willing to say, um, pay a priority to jump the queue. So if you offer a service mm-hmm. like that, that can be invaluable. Mm-hmm. Full transparency, isn't it? Mm-hmm. That's it. I'm going to say it's pretty good that um again from youtube yes daniel i'll uh, look at your application in a few secs and um get you um sorted in the group and i can have a, a talk with you once uh, i've accepted you and so forth um again if anyone's interested in joining tech for text tech for text is a free tech forum and website where members can talk to each other ask questions join in uh, you don't have to just be a tech. You can be the business owner of a computer store or something along that lines, MSP. You can even be a vendor or distributor. We've got members in there all the way from the likes of Cooler Master uh, to Thermal Take and so forth. So if you need any help and advice from the group, feel free to join up and obviously ask your questions as you wish. And again, it's totally free. And this is a thing what a lot of people don't get is we do not charge you. You can join and interact with all these important people, important stores, stores what make millions of pounds every year uh, to people who are trading out of their own house, so an even garage or whatever. Um, it doesn't matter what stage you are. Um, we'll give you any advice we can. And, so, and if you're needing distribution, you need a part, you don't know where to source it from, some of the members will be able to direct you to that. Um, they may even have it as well. Uh, we have distribution like CMS, um, we have Target, um, VIP, I think um, 
we've just had another one join up with us and I'm trying to think who it was. Um, we've got members from Spire in there as well. Yeah, there's Spire. Terror, Terror as well. Terror. Terror. That's the yeah. one that I was trying to think of. So, yeah, there is a, a very wide range of people that you can source out your parts from. Yeah, and even put companies what own a lot of the tech tools you use in your trade are also in the mm -hmm. group. Okay. So, right, guys, we're going to call it for the night. I hope you enjoyed watching. We will be on again next week, next Thursday. This time it's going to be more of a vendor interview with AeroCool. Uh, we'll be talking about cases. Um, so if you are interested, please join us next week at roughly 8 o'clock. Thanks again for watching. See you Thank soon. Thank you. Thank you very much.